Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. for sharing. Keep sharing. Thank y'all. Hey, Miss Joyce, I was just thinking about you, woman of God. I love you. May God shine his face upon you today for your faithfulness, just for who you've been to the kingdom. Father is a king. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I bless you, Lord God. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I lift you up, King Jesus. I lift you up, Lord. You are so amazing. You are so awesome, Lord God. I bless your name. I praise you. You are seated in majesty. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for how much you love us. Thank you, thank you. Glorify you, my God. I glorify you. I lift you up, Lord God. You are so awesome. You are so mighty. You are our strength. You are our peace. You are our joy. You are so faithful, Father God. I thank you. 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 You do not delay in your coming for us. Thank you, Father God. Whoa. That make a joyful noise unto him. You ought to just dance in your living room. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Great I Am. Thank you, Peace of Prince of Peace. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I find strength in your joy. I thank you. I glorify you. I magnify you. You are such a good, good Father. And we bless your name and praise you, Father God. You are the risen King. You are the risen King. You are seated in majesty. And we thank you and we bless you and we praise you and we glorify you and we bless your holy name. Hallelujah is the highest praise. So we lift up a hallelujah to you today, Lord God, and simply say, thank you, Father. 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 We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. My God, I thank 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 you. My God, my God, my God, I thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God, for a power that sits on high. I magnify you, Lord God. 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 My God, I thank you. 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 I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. I magnify you. I glorify you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. Good morning. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. I have a word for somebody. Um, somebody has been trying, you have been trying to make a decision on something and it seems like, I don't know if it's to sow a seed, 
but you have been trying to make a decision on something and you have been asking God for more clarity and understanding. And my word or the word for you today from God is simply obey. Um, delayed, delayed obedience is still disobedience. So go ahead and make up your mind and do whatever it is God has asked you to do and just go ahead and obey him. I, I, I know it may seem big. I might know it may seem overwhelming. I know it may see, seem consuming, but whatever it is God has asked you to do that you've been toiling over, that you have been um, trying to make up your mind on, this is the word of the Lord for you today. Just go ahead and obey him because whatever he's asked you to do, it just seems uncanny or unlikely for you to do it at this time. And I'm just your word you've been waiting on to go ahead and obey the Lord in whatever it is. And I think he's been trying to get you to sow a seed into someone. Go ahead and sow. Do what daddy God asked you to do. And I promise you will be rewarded for your faithfulness. And you've been waiting on a word. You've been you've not been wanting to be confused, and you've been waiting on God to confirm for you whether or not you're supposed to do it. And I'm your confirmation today that you need to go ahead and obey and honor God and do exactly what God told you to do today. Don't delay any longer. Go ahead and do it, Father. I thank you for your word for them today. I thank you for confirmation, and I'm pretty sure you know who it is. God has asked you to do something. I feel in my spirit. He asked you to sow into someone or sow into a ministry. And it's something that you've not done. And I know it seems like it's a perilous time or overwhelming time. And it's not. I promise if you go ahead and sow and do what God told you to do, that God's going to honor you and do exactly what he needs to do for you. So do do not delay any any longer. That's that's your word. That's that's your word. That's your word for today for whoever has been looking for that word. Father, I thank you for giving us the word. I thank you for clarity. I thank you that you never leave us forsaken. I thank you, Father God, that you never leave us forsaken and that we will honor and we will obey you in everything. So we are going to uh, we are going to lift up our neighbors today. God gave me instructions on intercessory that we are going to intercede for our neighbors today. And when I say neighbors, I mean the people to your left, the people in your right. If you are in a part apartment complex, somebody needed that word. You might not say anything and it's fine. You don't have to say anything, but there's your, you ain't got to toil over this thing. No more, you ain't got to be sleepless. Go on and obey and do what God asks you to do so you can see the fullness of what God is trying to do through you, right? That he's trying to do through you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, and so we are going to lift up our neighbors today. And I'm talking about your neighbor to the right, the neighbor to your left, your neighbor in your apartment complex, because it is so easy to get caught up in a season in which we do not... Um, we forget to stop praying for everybody else. We forget to stop praying for everybody else. We won't connect and we get so consumed and we get so burdened with our circumstance that we forget we are intercessors and that we are supposed to spend time in prayer for everybody else. My God, I just hope you release that today, right? I'm just being honest. 
whoever that is that's been toiling over that, I hope you release that today because I feel a release and I feel the spirit of the Lord moving on your behalf. And I hear him and I hear suddenly. Thank you, Father God, that this word will not fall to the ground, that it will be exactly what you said it is in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So um, I'm just, we're going to lift up our neighbors and we're not, I don't want, I want you to focus. This is, you have to be obedient to God when he gives us certain instructions. And so his instructions is, are for you to lift up your neighbors in your neighborhood, your neighbor to the left and your neighbor to the right. Or if you are in an apartment complex, lift up your neighbors in your apartment complex, call out, call out your building. If you don't know your neighbor's name, that's fine, um, but we're going to stand in gap and we're going to intercede for our neighbors and we're going to intercede for babies who may be in the NICU and their families, but it is so easy in this to lose who we are in Christ Jesus and not um, intercede um, for the people. Um, I don't know, Paula. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know that. I don't know that yet. I don't like, I don't know that yet. I don't know that. I don't know if he has everyone's attention because we've been so focused on the disease that we're, we, he doesn't necessarily have our attention. I don't know because when he has our attention, we'll stop putting so much emphasis on the disease and we'll stand up in our authority in Jesus Christ. We, we, we will stand up in our authority in Jesus Christ and we will really pray and we will give and we will sow and we will live and we will love and we will be full of purpose and we will not even be consumed by this thing anymore. We won't. We won't. We won't. We'll speak to it. We'll cast it down. We'll bind it back to the bits of hell from which it came. And then we'll go throughout our day. Like we'll go throughout our day. We'll go be full of purpose, be full of love and be full of light. <laughs> That's what we'll do when we're not consumed. This thing won't get all this attention that we're giving it. We'll stop making the memes. We'll stop cracking the jokes. We, we will not, we will not, we will not, we will not, we won't forward the mess. We won't share bad stuff. We'll share resources and we'll become hope and we'll become light. And we won't give this thing the attention that it keeps getting. We keep letting the devil advance through every time we share something negative. And so I don't know that if it had, I don't know because the word of God says when my people <laughs> humble themselves, right? And seek my face and repent and seek my face, then I'm going to heal their land. And I don't know that we're praying and we're praying with the intensity and we're praying with the focus that we need to. And the devil keeps coming in like a flood. He keeps giving us, making us think we're going to be living in scarcity when there's plenty of food resources. He keeps making us think that financially we're going to collapse when God already said he will provide for all of us in the kingdom. He keeps making us think that we're going to die when the Lord said that we would not die this way. This is not how he would return. And so I don't know that we have our full attention on God because when we have our full attention on us, we're not bothered and we're not moved by the things and we're in the gap and we're interceding and we're praying and we're full of purpose. And so we just got to be careful that we are not, um, 
It is easy to be seduced and lulled in by things around us. So if you're just logging on this morning, we are going to pray for our neighbors. We are thriving. You got to see this through God's eyes and you got to, you got to know we are not, the enemy will have you think I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, you know, we probably all going to be broke after, out of, after this. And I was like, no. My, my God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory, right? And, and can I tell you something, Angela? You just said something so powerful. You said, you said, God, we are to watch and pray. And we are to be those watchful worshipers like Gideon, the army that was selected for Gideon's army. We are to be watchful worshipers. We are to have our eyes focused on him praying, listening. Well, if the noise volume is turned up in your head, if the noise volume is turned up on your TV, if the noise volume is turned up on your social media, then you are not watchful, 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 watchful. You're not watchful because you're watching for the wrong things. You're anchored in fear and worry and all this other thing when we got to be anchored in this word. So I want to sound like I'm fussing this morning, but that's the reality and truth. I we I know for a fact when we are truly praying, we're going to see the hand of God like never before. We're going to see the power of God demonstrated in our lives like never before. So today, these are the two things, the specific things God told me do not add to any of it to pray for our neighbors, your neighbor to your left, your neighbor to your right, right? Your the, your neighbors that are around you. If you are in an apartment complex, pray for your building, pray for your neighbors. That that is exactly what he said. Pray for your neighbors and pray for the babies and their families and NICU. Those are the people that we're interceding. Now, if the Holy Spirit puts something else on your heart while we're praying, that's fine. But those are the people we are to intercede for today. So let's get started and pray. Father God, we first of all say thank you. We thank you for an opportunity to be your intercessors to pray, to stand guard, to watch, Lord God, to not be led into temptation, Lord God, to be anchored in your truth. Father God, please forgive us for keeping our eyes on you, Father, for being consumed in our own circumstances and consumed in our own situations, Lord God. You caused us to be watchful worshipers to watch and worship you, to watch and pray, to stand in the gap, to call out the, our names, Father God. We do not know the circumstances or the situations of our neighbors around us, Lord God. So Father God, we stand in the gap for them today, Lord God. And we ask Holy Spirit that you make us sensitive to their needs, Father. I stand in the gap for every person in building five and in my apartment complex, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you set me in this neighborhood to intercede on their behalf. So today I cover them in the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. I thank you, Lord God, that you're opening the eyes of their understanding to the hope of who you called them to be in Christ Jesus and that they are anchored in your word. I cast out the spirit of fear. I cast out the spirit of doubt. I cast out the spirit of worry in the name of Jesus. They will not lack anything in this season, Lord God. I pray a prayer of protection around them. I thank you, Father God, that the hedge of protection around them. I thank you, Father God, 
that Jesus is on the throne, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you're calling them out of darkness into your marvelous light, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you're giving them an opportunity and chance to hear about Jesus, to know about Jesus, and to get saved, Father God. I thank you, you are opening doors that no man can close in their life, Father God. I thank you, Father God, you are closing doors. I pray a prayer of protection, Father God, around the children, Lord God, around the wives, around the husbands, Lord God, around the brothers around the sisters, Lord God. We lift them up right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. We thank you. You are providing a safe place, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that they will not lose their mind. They will be anchored in your truth, Father God. We thank you that if any neighbors of ours are homeless, Lord God, that you are giving them a place to stay, Father God, that they will remain steadfast to your truth, that you will provide for them. You will protect them, Lord God. Let them in this season, Lord to fall in love with you. Let them learn to fall in love with you. Let health be their reasonable portion, Lord God. Let no evil advance, no evil come near their dwelling. I plead the blood of Jesus and I take authority over their homes. I cast out principalities, not in my name, but in the name of Jesus. I cast down strongholds in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Every principality, every power, every spirit of darkness must bow right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for sovereignty in this apartment complex. I thank you for justice in this apartment complex. I thank you that your angels are set around this apartment complex right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you. You are sovereign. I thank you, Lord God. I hand, I stand watch. Give me ears to hear and eyes to see. Let me discern their needs, Father. Let me continue to stay in the gap. Let me be watchful and worship you. Let me be a watchful worshiper. Let me watch and pray and worship you, Lord God. Let me be anchored in your truth, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. Now we lift up every baby in the NICU, Father for they are precious in your sight. We thank you, Father God, that health is their portion. We speak to every fiber, every tissue, and every cell in their body, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that by your stripes, they are healed, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for strength to their parents, Lord God, that you be anchored in, they be anchored in truth, that they not give up, Father God. We thank you for sterilization in the hospital, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for ample visit time. We thank you, Father God, for the mothers that are breastfeeding and want to continue their milk supply, that their milk supply is full, 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 full. We thank you their milk supply is full in the name of Jesus. It will not dry up. They will be able to supply their babies with what they need. We pray over the NICU staff the nurses, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, and the doctors that you calm all their fears. We thank you that the angels are encamped around every NICU nursery right now, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you you're redeeming the time. We thank you you're developing lungs, that you're strengthening bodies, Lord God. Any place in their lungs or in their liver or their heart where there may be fluid, we command the fluid to be released right now in Jesus' name. We thank you you are developing 
healthy lungs and that every organ in their body is fully developed, Lord God. We thank you for miracles and signs and wonders being in the NICU right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for early releases, Lord God, and healthy babies at full weight. We thank you, Father God that they're able to suckle, Lord God, that they can eat on their own. We thank you, Father God, that they are not in respiratory distress and that they can function on their own, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you have eyes to see, that you cause the blind to see, that they're able to see, Lord God. We thank you for restoring and correcting hearing, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for fully functioning fingers and toes, Father God. We thank you they're responding, their neuron synapses are responding, Lord God, that there will not be anything tangled in their brain. We thank you that you're restoring oxygen to their brain, Father God. We thank you that their bowels are functioning, Lord God, that they're able to digest, Father God. We thank you, Father God, you're sealing up any holes right now that may be in their stomach or their stomach linings, Lord God. We pray against pyloric stenosis right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that their duodenal muscles are opening up, Father God. We cast down acid reflux, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for healthy barium swallows, healthy that they can swallow, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are restoring tissue where dead tissue has died, that you are restoring tissue, Father God. We thank you for miracle signs and wonder. We thank you you are causing blind eyes to see. For you said if your people who are humbled, Father God, who, who are known by your name will humble themselves, will repent and seek their face, you'll heal the land. So we thank you for healing in every NICU right now. My God, we thank you. We thank you, your healer. We thank you, you provider. We thank you, those families lack absolutely nothing, Lord God. We thank you they have places to say in every resource they need, Father God. Now, thank you, Lord God, for blessing all your people this morning that pray, Lord God, liberally supplying their needs as well, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the east wind is judging this virus. My God, we cancel this serpentine spirit, this assignment of the enemy off our life, and we thank you that the west wind is blowing in in Jesus' name. We honor you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Lord God, we lift you up. We thank you. We silence the hand of the enemy, Lord God. We thank you for this devotional time. We thank you justice is being served. And we thank you that the promises of God are yes and amen. Jesus, give us your holiness today. My God, Father God, let your kingdom come and your will be done. We thank you, Father God, for giving us daily bread. We thank you. We're anxious for absolutely nothing, Lord God. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We love you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, we glorify you. 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 We glorify you in Jesus' name. We glorify you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When the intercessors watch and pray, when the intercessors watch and pray, I promise you, we will see a mighty, mighty, mighty move of God when the intercessors watch and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Thank you for standing in the gap. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We just thank you for everyone on this devotional. Now let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord God, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. We thank you. Justice is served. And the promises of God are yes and amen in Jesus' name. Jesus will judge in our favor and he will encamp those families and he will stand in the gap and they will experience his love and his power. Um, my second grandson, which is Lyric Paul, who is now four years old, was born prematurely. And so I know what it's like to be that family. Um, when he was born and he was placed in NICU, I had to catch a flight out of here to get to my son and my daughter-in-law. And I just remember what it was like for her. Um, I remember what it was like for them. I remember not being able to see him but a couple of hours a day. And he was so tiny and him not being able to breathe on his own. I remember as I was praying, I remember what that was like. I remember I had to leave my babies behind here to go spend a week with him, a week with them down there. And I just remembering having to quiet all the fears. I remember how they felt. I remember my other grandson was at home and them having to try to love on him and be what they need to be with him. And I remember the support they need. I remember that. I remember that. I know, you know, and even with our neighbors, we have to remember that there people may not share with you the state they're in. People may be battling depression. There may be, we in social isolation and someone may be socially isolated in a home that's abusive, right? So there are all kinds of things that's going on. And so we don't need to be, don't, we don't need to keep our eyes off God. We don't need to be consumed by this virus and ourselves. There's so many other factors in place. And as watchful worshipers and intercessors, I like that word, watchful worshipers. As watchful worshipers and intercessors, it's important for us to stand in the gap. But just got like God delivered lyric, he's going to deliver other babies out of the NICU. I believe that and I trust that. And if you know someone who has a baby in the NICU, share this video with them. Be like, look. We prayed for babies in the NICU today. We stood in the gap. You know, when you see your neighbors, you may not hug them. Stand outside, talk to them, give an encouraging word, lay your hands on the door. But let's not be selfish in this season. Let's stand in the gap for this, right? We we stand in the gap for this. We stand steadfast in that. We stand for that. And we know God is faithful. We God is faithful. God is so faithful. And we thank God for his faithfulness and standing in the gap for those that may not be saved, that God gives them a chance to be saved. We want, we don't want people to not be saved. We want God to give them a chance to be saved and we want to make sure we're that light. So get up and be light today, right? Get up and be light today. Get up and be light today. Get in prayer, get in Get in Jesus, get up and get light, be light today. Get dressed today. If you've been practicing social isolation, get dressed today. If you're a woman, 
put on some clothes, put on a little makeup today, put put some lip gloss on, comb your hair today, put on something, smell good today. Don't let the enemy advance and think he's working, right? They, they don't do that. Just get up and get dressed and be like, you know what? I'm getting up and get dressed. I'm acting like I got somewhere to go today. Even if I'm not going today, I'm not going to be around here with my... I'm going to take the polish off my toes and my nails and get dressed today and love on yourself today. Part of trusting God is loving on yourself, right? Part of that's, that's true. Part of trusting God is that you love on yourself today, that you spend time taking care of yourself, that you don't neglect yourself. It is so easy for the enemy to send you in a direction and you'll begin to neglect yourself or you'll neglect the people around you. And God, that's that's a sign of fear and worry and some other things and depression setting in. So just make sure without a doubt you stand steadfast in that. Y'all ready for the word today? I'm definitely ready to give you the word today and to continue on this path that we are on. Like I got dressed, dressed today. I'm like, nope, jump, jump in the shower, getting dressed. Let me put my perfume on because I like to smell good, right? Don't forget to take care of yourself in this season. Don't, don't do that. Don't forget, don't neglect yourself in this season. As a matter of fact, continue business as usual. Um, if you've got more time on your hand, Let's start purpose journaling. When we get into the book, if we're going to start talking about purpose journaling, let's start talking about the biggest scope. Let's start talking about visions, dreams, because if you set your mind on the future, it's hard to stay stuck somewhere. It's hard to stay stuck, stuck somewhere. Yeah. Cassandra, my son was like, let's do a photo shoot. Cause he likes to photography is his thing. He was like, can you just go change all your clothes and we do a whole photo shoot? I was like, I'm not doing a photo shoot. He's like, come on, mom, let's whole photo shoot so he we've just been finding ways to have fun and not be oppressed and depressed and be watchful worshipers that's a word today be watchful worshipers today so let's get into the word today lord god i thank you i speak with clarity that i hear you lord god that i'm mindful of you and can i share something to you with you um in a, t a time and a season when it seems like drought I got a testimony. Somebody has an interview today. Um, they told me, uh, they sent me a message and said they have been working on their debt, right? They had cons they had assumed some debt that, that was not theirs. They had um, took out a car loan for someone trying to be nice. Someone did not honor the debt. But in this season, God honored them. And so they had a payment that was larger and they got notification the other day that the debt was reduced like almost by $200 and they have a job interview today. So in a season when they are telling you it's impossible, I'm telling you we serve a possible God. In a season that they are telling you it's impossible. We serve a possible God. They were like, I got a job interview. My debt went down almost about $200 and the testimonies keep coming in at the power of God. I promise you, God is so faithful in this season. Somebody, somebody who had been struggling with paying their tithes, like tithing hasn't always been their norm. They paid their tithes and they were like, do you know, right after I paid my tithes, the Lord sent me a seed. Like, Right after I paid my tithe, the Lord sent me a seed. Somebody that I don't even talk to cashed at me and was like, um, I just want to be a blessing to you. So don't 
No, don't think that because this is going on that God isn't blessing or God isn't with his people because God is blessing and God is with his people and the people of God are experiencing the hand of God. When people are pronouncing doom, God is like, I'm still on the throne. I'm still God. I'm still here. I still provide. I still protect. I still love. I still show grace. I still I still mercy. And Jesus was the victory. Jesus was the victory. Jesus was the victory. So when you take your stance today, when you get dressed and you put your little bit of mascara on and you put a little lipstick on your face today, you stand up and you say, no, Jesus is my victory. And when your body is speaking something else to you, no, Jesus was my victory. Jesus was my victory. This was already, this was, has been, has been done coronavirus been been here sickness and disease been here cancer been jesus took on all of that so that i can be healed and the wrath of god is not my promise the righteousness of god is my promise and i stand up in that truth and christ jesus get your little mascara on and now i'm standing in that truth in christ jesus and nothing else and let jesus be your resolve today because it's god god is for us then who can be against us? I'm just telling you, I love talking about Jesus. I, I love talking about Jesus because I know Jesus is real. I know he is real because I, the way that I was caught up in sin, the only thing that could make me turn from that sin was Jesus. Mark, do you hear me? The way that I was caught up in the sin that I was caught up in, the only thing that could make me come out of that sin had to be Jesus. The only thing that would destroy that stronghold because those sins were my norms. Those sins felt good. The things that I were doing, it seemed like it was absolutely nothing wrong with what I was doing. The only thing that could make me turn around, had, that's how I know God is real because the thoughts that I thought were very normal, the more time that I, come on Holy Ghost, the more time that I begin to spill with God and the more time I begin to understand who Jesus was, then I begin to understand that the thoughts that I were having before and the life that I was living before was not even from God. It was me living. And I told you, I've been in church all my life. It was me living in two worlds at the same time. So the more time that I begin to go to church or listen or get a devotional in and hear some things, I begin to understand, my God, Jesus is like, like Jesus is real, like Jesus is real because I began to think different and I didn't desire sin the way that I desired sin. Like I didn't, and things that I used to think were normal were not normal for me. I began to begin repulsed by it and I my eyes began to open and I knew, I always tell people my grandmother prayed for me it just ridiculously that what that's why if you got wayward people and i'll give you all those scriptures again to pray over people who may not be saved but i begin to see the power of god and that's why we're studying prayer right now and that the prayers of the righteous avail much. i know my grandmother labored for me like crazy in prayer she prayed over me she didn't let my sin conscious be repulsed by me she loved me in my sin even when i was janky acting and 
the love of her and the love of the father consumed me. And I, the more time I spent with God, the more I knew Jesus and God was real. I was like, this is real because you can be connected to other things and it will put you in a position and a place for you to still justify your sin. Uh, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. Um, uh, you can, you can be in other things and you will justify your sin. You can be attached to other religions. You can be attached. But when you understand how real Jesus is, it'll start washing you away and you'll start desiring those things less and less. That's why I keep telling you, just eat a little bit. That's why I keep telling you, just keep praying. Like just keep praying. Just keep praying. Don't give up on your children in prayer. Don't give up on your loved ones in prayer. Don't give up on your marriage. I did a whole prayer series on that. Don't give up in prayer. Let prayer be your absolute truth. Stop worrying about what you see. Hear what the Lord, word of the Lord says and let the spirit lead you into prayer but i promise you i promise you jesus like jesus is the reason i'm different people are like why are you because i fell in love with jesus i mean i'm being for real because i fell in love with jesus and i started eating this word small bites still equal meal and i started consuming this word and i started and then i didn't want to be around certain friends anymore i didn't want to be in certain places and a lot of us are double-minded like a lot of us have been going to church for a long time right? A lot of us have been going to church for a long time. And even though we've been going to church for a long time, nobody really taught us about holiness. And since we didn't learn and understand holiness, we thought it was okay to be on both sides of the fence, right? But when we start spending more time in his word, learning the things that we're learning now, the Holy Spirit will begin to prick you, consume you and say to you, ah, life with God looks a little bit different. So once I started falling in love with Jesus, my name changed. My attitude began to change. The things that I thought on began to change. And some things were harder to come after. Some things were harder to come out. Some things were a little bit more difficult to come out of. But I just kept getting back up and putting my face. And I heard a sermon one time and he about when you fall. And the pastor, I, he was so loving and kind. And somebody, he was like, if you fall, get back up, get in God's face again. That's why David was seen as a man after God's own heart. No, we don't willingly, purposely should we be sinning. No, but when the stronghold keeps capturing you, you take hold of the stronghold, which is Jesus. You take hold of the stronghold, which is Jesus. And the more you spend time in your word and the more you detox yourself from things in the world, you'll begin to see God, experience God, feel the power of God. And that's how I know when people are like, how do you know Jesus is real? This is how I know Jesus is real because I don't desire the things that I used to desire. Does temptation come? Does the enemy try me? But Jesus gives me his holiness and I'm able to resist him through the truth of the word. We've been learning this. I'm able to resist, not in my own power, not in my own. I could, when I used to, I'm a force field. That's why I, I, I want to talk when I'm teaching, I'm teaching this singles class and I'm really going to talk to them about what celibacy really is like celibacy. And that looks a little different. Well, it looks a little different when you do it through Jesus. It's not just, oh, I'm being celibate because God told me to. It's Jesus giving you your holiness so that you can abstain because you honor the temple of the Holy Spirit living in you, right? When I got a revelation that anytime I defile my temple, I'm, it's like I'm sleeping with the Holy Spirit, right? That gave me revelation 
to help Jesus help me not defile my temple. And so this is why this is leading right into the lesson for today. This is why yesterday when we were discussing the armor, because we're in the armor, if you are new to the devotional, we've been discussing the armor of God. We welcome you. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ, and you are on Coffee and Conversations. But this is why our spiritual strength comes from the armor and praying. And in this part of Ephesians 6, 18 and 20, right? We've been reading this and I want to read this to you today. And it says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition interceding in prayer for all God's people. So the armor and prayer are the help. The armor and prayer are the help, right? And so we learned if we're going to put on prayer is what polishes our armor. Prayer is what helps us with our armor, right? That's what helps us. And so we're putting on prayer truth, which is our integrity and morality. When we put on the belt of truth, that's we're choosing to operate in truth and our integrity and morality. When we're putting on the breastplate of righteousness, we're dealing with our upright heart. Lord, I need help so that my heart is upright before you, right? And when we put our feet, we're in the goodness and the gospel of peace. When we put on the helmet of salvation, we remind ourselves salvation is not on my own. Salvation is through Jesus. I'm not saved on my own and I'm saved by grace and it's free and it's nothing that I can earn. I can't earn my salvation. So when I put on the helmet salvation, I'm reminded of those things, right? Well, when I use my sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, I'm trusting the word of God more than I'm trusting myself. Prayer is your defense tactic. A lot of times we leave ourselves defenseless when we try to operate in things in our own strength. And the problem is we way too overconfident in ourselves. We've been way too overconfident in our abilities. We've been way too overconfident in our degrees. Remember, the just shall live by faith, right? And without faith, it's impossible to please him, right? So on my journey, I got all these degrees. I'm 90, I'm, I'm uh, ABD, all but dissertation from finishing a PhD. But my journey took a different course, right? My journey took a different course. Um, I started heading into, um, I put, I stopped doing my PhD program because my husband's liver needed to fail and I needed to focus on my family, him and everything else. So that's another part. That's not the most important part, but I got all these, these degrees. And in my head, even though God is utilizing them, I thought that these degrees were what were going to success, set me up for success. Now, are the degrees important? Yeah, I'm not saying that. God is utilizing them. But when we become overconfident in those tools, more than we trust the favor of God, more than we trust the love of God, we set ourselves up for failure. When we, we, don't, when we don't choose prayer, when we choose when we don't choose prayer over our own abilities, then we're overconfident in our own abilities. And I knew I, I was, okay, I'm going to go through this 
thing. I'm going to become the college professor. I'm going to finish this PhD. I want to be a uh, dean of student affairs. Like I had this whole sight line on what I was going to do. I'm like, I'm going to teach this. I'm going to do this. I'm developing all this. I'm getting all this skill set. I'm getting all this certification. I'm going to make this amount of money. I'm going to live like this. Like I'm just being real. That's where I was. But I was becoming overconfident in my own abilities. So when God called me into this faith journey in ministry and was like, you about to leave your job. <laughs> what? You about to leave your notoriety, right? Because I was becoming known on my campus for online learning, instruction, all my evals were high. Um, God favored me and my salary was high to just be at master's level. Like God was just like, so come on, we about to go into ministry full time. And I was like, what? <laughs> like what? Like what? Like who? What? What are you saying to me? But what he was saying is I'm calling you into something higher in which you will not be able to put any confidence in yourself. That's what faith really looks like. I cannot at any time put confidence in my own abilities, right? I can't put confidence in my own self. I'm not putting, well, the lack of a prayer life, right? Because you can have all the armor on, but lacking your prayer life. A lack of your prayer life is really cowarding, right? A lack of your prayer life will cause slothfulness. A lack in your prayer life will cause ne neglect. And what you become is overconfident in your own abilities and some signs that you are overconfident in your own abilities is that you're not praying you're, you're not praying instead of praying to god to give you witty ideas inventions strategies asking god is this the best asking him what you want to do you set your own ability for it you'll be working on a project and it's not even god's very best for you it's good but it's not god's best it's good, but it's not God's best. And so prayer says that I'm humble enough, right? To seek your face. I'm humble enough to wait on your voice. I'm humble enough to trust that you have a greater plan for me that I can ever have for myself. I'm humble enough to trust you, God, more than I would trust myself. That's what prayer says. I'm going to seek your face for wisdom, for guidance, for instruction. I'm not going to instruct my own. And so we cannot battle spiritually. We can battle spiritually not only on our behalf, but on the behalf of others, right? We can battle on the behalf of others. But how we get a prayer plan and a prayer strategy is by seeking his face and understanding what he says, like in understanding what he does. But we cannot become overconfident in ourselves, overconfident in our parents. I tell you all, all the time, I am not the parent that I used to be. I am a better parent now because of Jesus. I am. And even today, he was reminding me to be more sensitive to them in this situation because they, even though they may not be articulating stress, even though they may not be articulating fear and worry, when the lights go down at night, it's getting strange in my house. Can I sleep near you? Can I sleep by you? And so I am, I've been working on projects while we're home and I'm being reminded as well, work like you would in normal circumstances, but shut down and make sure you're spending enough time with them, right? But that's because through prayer and supplication, I've asked God to turn me into the parent that he needs me to be for them, right? And so prayer is the tactic here, praying, praying for us, praying for others, right? 
if we are on the armor of the Lord, we are not only concerned about our own selves, we're concerned about others. Can I tell you Satan's biggest um, tactic, right? The Satan's big, biggest tactic against you is to get you distracted by other things so that you won't be in position for others. Because he knows that if you're not in position for others, then there's gaps. Like he knows that if you're not seeking God's face, then there'll be gaps. So we're going to learn about a few more prayers, a few more types of prayers. We learned about the prayer of faith yesterday. If you were not on, that's James 5.15, right? We learned about the prayer of agreement. That's corporate prayer. That's what we did today. Acts 1.14, Acts 2 and 42. We learned about the prayer of request right? Which is supplication. We take our requests to God. That's Philippians 4 and 6. And so another type of prayer is the prayer of thanksgiving. We also see the prayer of thanksgiving in Philippians 4 and 6. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So the prayer of thanksgiving, so many of those prayers can be found in Psalms, thanking God, blessing his name, blessing him, loving on him, thanking him for being provider, thanking him for being protector, thanking him for being your all in all, like just thanking him for the things that he's done. Blessing your food is thanksgiving, right? Thanking him for your house, thanking you. There is nothing wrong with you thanking God for those things you should be thanking. That's a prayer of thanksgiving, that we're thanksgiving, we're thanking him that we're going to he's going to answer our prayers thanking him right now most of us have already prayed remember the scripture tells us not to babble most of matthew tells us don't babble stop babbling stop repeating yourselves most of us really should be in a prayer of thanksgiving lord thank you that you're coming against coronavirus thank you father god that we're all protected for oh thank you lord god that you're providing for us thank you lord god of, that you're healer that's a prayer of thanksgiving i'm thanking you for what i'm requesting you for i'm thanking you for that health is my portion i'm thanking you for provision i'm thanking you for love i'm thanking you for what I'm already requesting you for. That's what a prayer of thanksgiving look like. The other type of prayer is a prayer of worship. The prayer of worship is similar to a prayer of thanksgiving. The difference in worship focus on who God is. My God, we focus on who God is. This is a perfect time for you to learn the names of God. Father God, thank you for being Jehovah Shabbat. All I need. Thank you, Father God, for being Jehovah Shalom, the keeper of my peace. Thank you, Father God, for being El Shaddai, my God. Thank you, Lord God, for being the Lord, my banner. Thank you, Lord God, for being the Lion of Judah. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Thank you for being Jehovah Rapha, my healer. The prayer of the prayer of worship is thanking for God. We're not focusing. Thanksgiving focuses on what he has done or what he's going to do. Worship just focuses on who God is. Worship just focuses on who God is. So if you don't know the names of God, my challenge to you is that you learn the names of God. That you get in position and you learn the names of God. You learn who he is. You learn who 
He is, and you focus on that, right? So while we're worshiping the Lord and we're fasting, right? Right? This We see this in Acts 13, 2 and 3. It says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, apart from me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I've called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off in a series of just worshiping God. Um, I, I mean, it's all on the internet. If you search the names of God, it'll come up. I'll try to give you a link later, but all you got to do is search the names of God and begin to worship God and thank him for who he is. He's Lion of Judah. He's Prince of Peace. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the Omnipotent One. He's El Shaddai. He is God Almighty. So practice learning who he is. The the the. Mm, that's it for today. That's it for today. So we're focusing today on the prayer of thanksgiving and the prayer of worship, learning and understanding the unction of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to spend more time with you talking about praying in the spirit. I told you we're going to chew on this. We don't have to rush in everything. Chew on this. Small bites still equal a meal. Spend time. Go back. Can I tell you something? Do you know why Daniel's prayers got answered? Do you know why? They... Do you know why Daniel's prayers got answered? Daniel's prayers got answered because if you read the word in there, it says without a doubt, and I need to give you, um, I need to give you, um, I'm going to give you the prayers that you pray for your loved ones that may not be saved or who need to see God or their eyes need to be open. I'm going to give you those scriptures in just a second again. Daniel's prayers got heard because it said you sought out. It said, Daniel, when he came, when the angel appeared, he said, you sought understanding which meant Daniel sought out understanding. He didn't take a scripture. He wasn't seeking God and just taking the scripture and running with it. And a lot of times we'll seek God, like we'll seek God, but we'll seek God, but we won't really seek understanding. We won't seek revelation. We'll be saying, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all things will be added to unto you, but you don't even know what all things are. Because we ain't got no further revelation. We won't dig in it. We, we've been taught for too long how to be hype on scripture. Like how to have scripture hype and not understand the revelation of the scripture. That's why I said I'd rather you spend five time, five scriptures that you get full revelation. That you understand the difference between the and and the the. That you understand the Greek and the Hebrew, the context in which it's spoken in. That you understand that the Amplified, when you get the Amplified, it gives you the original Greek and Hebrew interpretation of the Word of God. When you get the Message Bible, what the Message Bible speaks, right? That you understand the Holy Spirit. Like, I'd rather you slow down and eat slow because you're going to digest it better. Like if you eat slow, you're going to digest it better and stop thinking you're in a rush and you got to prove something. I used to think I was in a rush and I had to prove something. And I wanted to be able to quote the scripture back. And it's like, I don't need to, uh, I don't need you to quote the scripture back. I don't need that. That doesn't mean you know it, right? That's mimicking. That's parroting. Um, that's not what we need to be doing. We need to, I'm looking for this. Hold on. We don't need to be just quoting the scripture back, right? We don't need to 
We don't need to just do that. So it's Daniel 10 and 12. That was the scripture. It says, do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard and I have come in response to them. When you set your mind to gain understanding and humble yourself before God, he's going to hear you and going to answer. So let me give you the scriptures that you can pray. Yeah, there's depth to his word. Every time I open the word of God, I give him fresh revelation or I see the scale come off my hearing gets better it's like i'm coming out lord give me 2020 spiritual vision give me perfect hearing to hear you holy spirit lead me don't let me be foolish so let me give you the scriptures to pray over our loved ones that are not as in the faith or you see them struggling with some things it's ephesians 1 15 through 21 colossians 1 9 through 12 acts 2 17 through 18, Ezekiel 36, 24 through 27, Proverbs 3 and 7, 2 Kings 6 and 17, Matthew 11 and 15, Psalms 91 and 10. I always ask the Lord, Lord, let no harm overtake them and help them in their foolishness and let me be the person to stand in the gap. Ephesians 3 and 14, we never pray for a person's calamity. Um, I pray for Proverbs 6 and I cast these things down. Like I'll cast down haughty eyes, a lion tongue. That's 6, 16 through 19. Um, a heart that devises evil, false witness. I cast those things off their life. Uh, Philippians 4, 19, that God supplies all their needs. And then Isaiah 53 and 5 for their health, their healing and their protection and so those things are very um important to pray those things are very important to pray i'm going to give them to you one more time ephesians 1 15 through 21 colossians 1 9 through 12 acts 2 17 and 18 i'm giving you those scriptures again ezekiel 36 24 through 27, Proverbs 3 and 7, 2 Kings 6 and 17, Matthew 11 and 15. I asked the Lord to give them eyes to hear, right? Psalms, 9, Psalms 91 and 10, Ephesians 3 and 14, and then Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, I pray that off of them. I, I like, in the name of Jesus, I cast down the spirit of haughtiness, a lying tongue, innocent hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, uh, Philippians 4, 19, and Isaiah 53 and 5. So when you don't know what to pray or you don't know how to pray for a person, you always pray the word of God. You ain't got to guess nothing to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me how to pray for those people that are around me. Pray for the best. One of the ways, you know how when the Lord tells you to bless your enemy, if you have an enemy coming against you, pray. You don't pray their downfall. You pray for the word of God and the word of God will start manifest. I hope you got something from that today. I hope you understand more about prayer and the authority that you have in prayer and what God is doing in our lives. Because I, these scriptures are the scriptures I pray over you every morning, right? 
These are the scriptures because the Lord has already told us he's given us the power, right? Luke 10 and 19 over to trample over serpents, to lay hands on the sick, to cast out demons, right? He told us in Roman, Revelations 12 and 11 that we will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. He told us in Matthew, I think it's 16, whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He told us in 2 Timothy that he would give us not the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of self-control and a sound mind, a well-balanced mind. That is what God has said to us. He told us in Psalms 91, he or she who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. We are abiding in his shadow and we can trust that to be in his word and we trust that to be our truth. But we have to pray. We cannot be overconfident in this world. You stop reading all them statistics. We serve a God that can wipe Corona out in one blow. That's the kind of God we serve. And I know that's how my daddy is. We got to wait on no cure, no virus, no vaccination. We should be not waiting and watching on them to discover. We should be watchful, 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 saying, daddy, you're the cure. You're the cure for this. I understand social isolation, but daddy God, you're the cure for this. And we're going to pray and we're going to seek your face. And we're going to trust you to guide us into all things. I love you. I love you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Hey, if you don't know, tonight is ladies Bible study. If you're not in the group, and I'm going to pray for you in just a second. If you're not in the group, you need to go get in the group, Coffee and Conversations, Lady Bible Study. We start with prayer tonight at 630. We're going to lift up our people tonight. We're going to pray. We're going to love on each other. And then we're going to get into the word at 630. 6 is prayer. 630, we're going to get in the word. We're learning to love like we've never been hurt before. Also, if you didn't know yesterday, if you're not subscribed to the website, you would not have gotten the email. We released devotionals for kids. My boys are involved in the devotionals. And so we released a weekly devotional for kids. If you go to the website, you click on the link impact. Impact will take you to the kids zone. And what we're praying that we do is we impact your children through the word of God to lead them closer to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. So go and show your grandkids, send them the link and say, here's a word for them in this season. And we're going to love on them and we're going to pray for them. So if you, can I tell you something? If you haven't accepted Jesus this year, time, I already told you Jesus changed my life. All my triflingness, all my carnality, all the time that I spent wasting time I got better because of Jesus. I was sick and I didn't even know I was sick. I was sick and going to church and still didn't know I was sick because I didn't have Jesus in my life. Like I needed Jesus in my life. I hadn't submitted to him. The website is LakeishaMJohnson.com. Um, I didn't have, so I want to, all you got to do is acknowledge you're a sinner. I'm a sinner. <laughs> I was a sinner in the worst way. And then you just got to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. Confess it out your mouth. And then ask him to be Lord and Savior in your life and let the Holy Spirit come in. And then I would love to disciple you. And how I'm going to disciple you is through this devotional, through ladies Bible study, through the tools that God gives me to give for you. Also, we got a new devotional, 12 noon Friday, coffee and conversations, daily devotional. If you're not a part of that group, you won't get the devotional. We're getting in the book if, 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 if. 
I think I'm going to give away five copies of the book of if because that's just how we are in this ministry. And I will post something in that group about us giving the copies away and how you can get a copy if you need a free copy. I think we're just going to thank my ministry team. Will y'all give me permission? Thank y'all. Yes. So <laughs> I think we're going to give away five copies of if I hope we can find them and get them shipped to you. So I'll post more information about how you may be one of those persons that can get a copy of the book if. Um, I think the ministry team has told me, yes, I can. <laughs> so we're going to do that today. Now, let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you for revelation in your word. I thank you for each and every person on this devotional. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not rush you in this season and that we trust you. We acknowledge you as being daddy God, as you being God supreme, as you being ruler over everything. We will not superimpose our own ideas over yours. Lord God, we rest in your spirit. Give us ears to hear you. Give us deeper revelation of who you are. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Pour your spirit out upon our flesh, Lord God. Give us revelation, knowledge. Let us trust you, Lord God. Let us seek your face. Let us humble ourselves before you, Lord God. Let us trust in your word more than anything else. Let us be anchored in truth, Father God. I thank you for a fresh anointing, a fresh wind blowing. I cancel every assignment of the enemy off this devotional and off our lives. And I thank you. We will not, we will not operate in paranoia. We will only operate in truth. So spirit of anxiety, fear, and worry, I cast you back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for all you are doing for us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to know more about the ministry, info at justbeinglmj.com. I'm thinking about hosting a pillow talk online. I'm thinking about, I've been praying. I've been asking God for clarity, um, whether or not we charge. Like, I'm thinking about doing a pillow talk. But this pillow talk will not be ordinary. Pillow talk is four hours of you working on yourself. Four hours of you pledging to be a better version of yourself. So I'm thinking about doing a four-hour pillow talk online. You can come in. We'll sit. We'll work together. This will be great for my women who have out of state and never been able to um, pillow talk. If Daddy God tells me to charge, it'll only be a small fee. But I'm going to listen to his voice. But I keep hearing about a pillow talk online. So we may do a pillow talk online. If so, once we drop the link, get registered quick. It'll be intimate. It'll be fun. Um, you'll have to have your own snacks. Normally I have snacks, but you'll have to have your own snacks. But I promise you, God will do a greater work in us. I promise you, God will do a greater work in us. He'll do a greater work in us. Will you trust God? Will you do me one more favor? Will you consider becoming a partner with this ministry? No partnership amount is too small. You're helping us feed the streets. You're helping us take care of. I was in contact with, um, I was in contact with, um, Salvation Army to see about their needs. They need peanut butter and tuna fish and some other things. I was in contact with the city of Little Rock to see what they need. Um, I was like that. I was there. 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 Um, so I'm definitely um, in contact. We're still feeding the streets. We're going to do it a little different. So make sure you continue to send your seed for Feed the Streets. Please consider partnering with this ministry so we can continue to get the gospel throughout the world. We love you so much. Um, God is so faithful. God is so powerful. Um, so we'll get into the those. Um, if that, that was whatever with Whitney, Whitney can handle that with y'all. We'll get to you guys. I'll get into the what we're going to do with Whitney. So if Whitney, if you decide to do that, please get with them 
on that and y'all work that out between y'all. I love y'all so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, may God be with you. May God bless you. May God govern you. May God keep you. Um, let me read one more thing over you. I love y'all. I like taking my time in God because he speaks to me. Um, so... It's 21. How the king rejoices in your strength, O Lord. He shouts with joy because you give him victory. For you have given him his heart's desire. You have withheld nothing he requested. You welcomed him back with success and prosperity. You placed a crown of finest gold on his head. He asked you to preserve his life and you granted his request. The days of his life stretch on forever. Your victory brings him great honor and you have clothed him with splendor and majesty. You have endowed him with eternal blessings and given him the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. The unfailing love of the Most High will keep him from stumbling. You will capture all your enemies. Your strong right hand will seize all who hate you. You will throw them in the flaming furnace when you appear. The Lord will consume them in his anger. Fire will devour them. You will wipe their children from the face of the earth. They will never have descendants. Although they plot against you, their evil schemes will never succeed. For they will turn and run when they see your arrows aimed, aimed at them. Rise up, O Lord, in all your power. With music and singing, we celebrate your mighty acts. So, Father God, we celebrate your mighty acts. I'm just comforted in knowing God. Yep, the book is If. The author is Mark Batterson. We're going to be in our group. It's not going to be in the Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study. It's in the Coffee and Conversations Daily Devotional. You need to go get a part of the group. I'll drop um, uh, some information earlier about how we'll give, we'll sell five books from the ministry. And um, we love you. We lift you up. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Lord God, for you are faithful. I'll see y'all in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.